1: And welcome to Started with a Mouse Podcast 2.0. That's
2: what you're calling it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we already got the giggles and we're about five seconds in. So here, this is going to be a fun one.
2: <laughs> so uh, me and John have been gone for quite some time.
1: Yeah. Um, things kind of got crazy after our like last podcast. Three and a half months.
2: Uh, two and a half. We, well, last oh time yeah, we two rec- and a half.
1: Last time we recorded was October 1st.
2: Right, so October, November, December, and we're in January, so that's three and a half months. Okay, whatever.
1: <laughs> um, But I'm not even going to make excuses. No. Things got crazy. Um, we started, uh, October through December for us was just a complete, crazy. it was just a blur. Yeah. Um, so we do apologize in the way that we didn't post like we said we would, mm-hmm. but I think we are back to full-time, either once or twice a week, or an episode every week to two weeks. Yeah. Should yeah. be coming out for Either us.
2: once a week or once every other week. Yeah. Depending on, you know, like, what we have going on and whatnot. But this is our first one back. Um, so, we actually pre-recorded this. Um, it's not just me and John on this episode. We have two special guests um, coming up, which is... Our friend Ethan.
1: Yeah, from the Wolf and Wookiee podcast, part of the Diz Life. Yeah. Brand. The Diz Life.
2: Um, we're gonna I'll whenever we post this, I will like link all of their stuff below. Um, and then we also have our very good friend Joe Mansoor, um, which we will be seeing both of them. Within the next few months. Yeah. So Ethan we're, will be seeing in the next week, less than a week. We're
1: going to Tutorial
2: Alfredo. <laughs> which is another place that we went that we're gonna yeah. talk to you guys about. Um in that three-month hiatus, and then Joseph, it will be down here in the next couple months. He'll so. be here in April, so... Yeah, we get to see him. Yeah. So we're very excited.
1: So basically, the uh, premise of this episode is going to be the DVC episode. Um, we kind of went back and listened to our previous DVC episode and weren't really thrilled with what had come out on that one. No. So what we did is we grabbed two DVC members, which would be Joe and Ethan, and um, we kind of let them, you know explain to everybody what dvc is is it a good purchase like i think we did a good
2: job with reading verbatim from the internet like what dvc was exactly. but it sounded so
1: like monotone it was very scripted um
2: and we're gonna be very honest with you guys so like with joe and ethan it was like they have dvc so we wanted to get you know the pros and the cons the ins and the outs literally everything about dvc so
0: All right.
1: And with that, uh, we're going to head into our first interview with Ethan. Welcome back to Started with a Mouse podcast. I'm Kathy. I'm John. And And it's uh, been like seven years since we recorded.
2: (laughs) Uh, But we have one of our favorite people with us today. It's been a long time coming. We have Ethan from the Wolf and Wookiee podcast. Yeah. Part of uh, the Diz Life.
3: Yeah, I am. I am officially a part of the Diz Life. Mm -hmm. Yes. John and Kathy, you guys know probably how much I care about you guys and how much I'm i I'm like, I was a genuine fan. Like I was like, every time your show came out, I was probably the first listener and uh, just, uh, just really appreciate you guys and, and the support that you've given me. And I've most certainly been trying to throw it back to you guys, but what's great about this. And I've talked about it. I don't know how many times at this point, but what's awesome about this, this medium is that I've been able to make new friends.
0: Definitely
2: so, yep, agree.
3: It's absolutely cool to be, uh, you know, sitting with you guys and talking, talking Disney and all those things.
2: We're excited. Uh, So this is kind of like John's episode, I guess. He wanted to bring on a couple experts of DVC because we tried to do DVC.
1: Yeah, like at the very first one of our first episodes. And I just feel like we made a mess of it.
2: It was more like we were just like reading off a prompter, I guess. Um, So we just wanted to bring in Ethan because Ethan is a DVC member and he has a lot more knowledge than we do. So um, whenever we have a guest, well, we've only had a few guests, but (laughs) we like just to ask you first what started your love for Disney? Like, what was it that just made you a complete Disney lover?
3: Oh, that's an awesome question. It's probably, you know, a complex one because I think like so many kids, um disney started when you were really little and it was a babysitter for your parents you know the vhs tapes at my house were probably overplayed uh from lion king aladdin and uh all of those things and i think for me it wasn't necessarily the movies but really the music that cap- that captivated me that and really you know, just brought me into Hawaii. I love Disney. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad actually on our first trip to Disney, my dad spent the time he had these old record players and he created this smaller cassette full of like my favorite Disney soundtracks. And I can remember on the plane ride, being able to listen to those tracks. And um, for me, that was where the love started because I could sing all my favorite songs. I could, you know, relive, sort of the movies through the eyes of the music and that was always one of my favorite things um and then you know like any kid the 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 cartoons become kiddish and um it wasn't until i met jen my now wife uh she was about to go to disney and said you know i'm going i'm going to disney world do you want to come I was like a kid park. Like I went there when I was 14. Man, he you know, sounds
1: like, a lot like me, <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, see, um, you know, but I was like, God, you know, I'm, I'm, I, when I was 14, I hated it. Like I was there with my kid brother and my parents and it was awful. I, I hadn't, no, I didn't want to go. And truthfully my 30 year old self now to my 14 year old self would be absolutely screaming. But, <laughs> you know, I think what's really interesting about that is we went, And Jen had told me because it was like a week before my birthday, and Jen had said you should put on a birthday pin, you know, because it's your almost your birthday. And I was like, I was really just trying to impress her at this point because I really (laughs) liked her. So I I reluctantly put on a birthday pin, and all of a sudden, the cast members just started, you know, wishing me a happy birthday. You know, good happy birthday, Ethan. Happy birthday, and. I was like, dang. This is, <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> they they know me. They care about me. They care that it's my birthday. And and then to top it all off, they they decided we were actually at Picos Bill and we were sitting there having a conversation and one of the cast members had noticed my pin went out back, brought me a brownie, brought a couple other cast members over and started singing happy birthday. Aww. And there are two ways that there are two ways to my heart, my Big heart. It's food (laughs) and a good song. So they came over, they sang happy birthday. And for me, not only did I fall back in love with Disney, I also fell in love with my wife on that trip. So there's, I I think, I think for me, I know a couple, Like, I think for me, that is why I continue to go back because I, I pretty consistently tell folks that, you know, who have been very frequently, There's always a moment in your Disney trip where whoever you're with, you say, oh, do you remember when we did blank or when blank happened? And it just sort of rejuvenates that love, that excitement, that, you know, sort of, you know, kindred spirit of being a kid um, that makes this makes it all really, really fun. So yeah disney disney will continue to have a special place in my heart for a long time but i am excited to talk some dvc with you guys
2: i'm very excited yeah. and i i just i love that story it makes that me so cute yeah i Thank
3: i love you. jen now <laughs> so She so it, we're kind of the polar opposite jen had been going to disney you know since she was a little girl like that was every year they went and very similar to my co-host ryan they went every year of his life. And for me, I went once when I was about five and then another, you know, time when I was 14 and it was when my brother was around that age and I sort of hit that, you know, like, Oh my God, like, there's everything here to do for my brother. I was just like a 14 year old, like didn't want like love the world, didn't care about anything. Uh I just wanted to be home with like my friends or whatever it was and could have cared less. And I kicked myself probably for that trip the most because I think given different circumstances or given a different headspace or whatever it would have was when I was 14, I probably would have had a blast. And um, my 20-year-old self or 25-year-old self, when I went again, I was like I, I was like a 14-year-old kid again, just running around and, and enjoying everything. <laughs> you know? And I had the luxury of enjoying Epcot to a, another degree. Yeah. So that that certainly helped too. Um but I think, you know, and, and we've talked about it a lot and and, and you in and, and us individually too. Um the cast members are again a focal point there. Um, you know, so frequently, you know, when we go on trips, that's that they're part of the reason why the trip is exciting, it's fun, and continues to draw us back. So
2: i couldn't agree more <laughs> um okay so do you have like a, a set list of questions that you want well ask? i
1: wanted to i wanted to go into the big news of the week with ethan just oh to yeah yeah his before perspective we get on into it. the big okay um so obviously you know the uh that the magical express will no longer be uh a disney thing after this year and also um they're going to be cutting back the magical hour down to 30 minutes? 30
2: minutes, yes. So I kind of mm-hmm.
1: wanted to get your perspective on it because I think we're going to cover it here a little bit later in our show, so.
3: Yeah. No, I think, you know, what's interesting is I think that it just, it's too bad because I think that for so many people, they love the the complimentary aspect of the Magical Express. And I think the way that Disney is sort of looking at it right now is they have an opportunity to monetize it. Yeah. And that'll that'll be their opportunity to bring back the mini minivans, I think. And I think that it'll be an opportunity for them to say, Hey, you know what? We've got sort of this VIP package that not only includes magic bands, which which were just recently taken away as well, uh, but also includes service from, you know, the airport over to your resort directly, as opposed to having to wait for the separate uh, entities and different resorts that, you know, may be ahead of you or whatnot. And I also think from a, sort of a COVID standpoint, and I'm not trying to get political about it, but I think, you know, from a COVID standpoint, it keeps everyone very separated. It doesn't necessarily open up the door to allowing multiple people in a confined space, which is what I think they're trying to avoid. So from that perspective, I certainly understand it. But I think for a lot of people, this will turn them off entirely from staying at the resort. And for so many people, that'll be a tough decision. Um, you know, because it's either stay at the resort and not have the, the luxury of being able to go back and forth from the airport or, um, you know, find a different way to do it, you know? And, and for some, I think that may mean staying off resort altogether.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately. Cause I mean, from what I've seen in some of the groups that were I in mean, a lot even of theirs
1: in the, in the, yeah. in the DIS life, like it's just people constantly saying, you know, well, what are the, the uh, what are the, the, the perks parks? to staying at yeah. a, a Disney resort now? And besides, like you said, the cast members and the transportation, I I think it's going to be a pain in the butt to have to go. Once this train is installed that everyone keeps talking about to force you to ride that train and then get dropped off at Disney Springs, then catch a bus with your luggage to the resort. And and I, it's almost like they're cutting costs. And I think this might be one that they may go back on and say, Oh, that might not have been the best idea and might end up bringing it back.
2: I can see where like, our age, um, Disney goers are okay with it because it's like, you know, when John and I would come down, we would just get a rental car or, yeah. you know, his parents live two hours from Disney. So we would just borrow their car for a few days and then take that. But for people with like five and six kids that bring their entire families to Disney, it's really going to deter them from even yeah. having me here at this
3: point. Definitely. So. And I think, you know, you sort of nailed it right on the head. I think a lot of people will ultimately have to decide, you know and that's where that minivan sort of vip experience comes in because i think for for many of us you know whether you whether you are a first time goer or you have kids or whatever the case may be you know i think if disney were to say hey for i don't know throw a number out there 75 dollars 100 dollars whatever it may be you know we'll get everyone in your party a magic band and we'll make sure you get there and back you know i think that some people will definitely be interested in paying that just because of sheer convenience. Mm
1: -hmm. And,
3: you know, I think that that gives them an opportunity to sort of make money. Now the thing that kind of stinks about that is yes, you're bringing back the minivans, you're bringing back those cast members, but you're also letting a lot of the bus drivers go as well. So it's, it's sort of a flip flop. Like I'm not entirely sure how that would play out from a, from a money standpoint, but it's, it's different.
2: I think their only reasoning for letting go the uh, the shuttle bus employees was because they were a different entity. They were the mirrors. Right. So, I mean, they were cast members, but I guess that might be their only logic. But still, you are letting go
1: hundreds of people from their jobs. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And those buses would like, we will be out on like the I four at like 11 o'clock at night and you'll see a magical express blow by you. And it's like, they had to have hundreds upon hundreds of people that were doing that. And now they're going to end up losing their jobs. Yeah.
0: Right.
3: Yeah. It's, it's certainly interesting. And then to go a little bit into the, the, is it entering early or uh, early reservation or
1: early entry or something like that, Something,
3: something like that. You know, I think, I, I it's I, John. I think you hit it on the head. Like I think these two things are going to be something that they're going to look at a little bit later on and go. I don't know if that was really worth it to get rid of in comparison to what we had before. I, I mean, I I don't know. It it's certainly strange, but maybe again, I got to think that this is all just in preparation for you know COVID regulations and trying to make sure that everything is is as as easy, you know, easy as in quotations there um, as possible, because I think it's, if they're in a tough situation and you know, they're going to, they're going to have to do whatever they can to make sure their guests are safe, make sure the people that are working there are safe. All those things are important. So, but this one just seems weird. This, this yeah. whole, this whole thing seems just a little strange. Uh, yeah. It
1: seems like it's getting around the Disney groups that not, not very many people are happy with this decision <laughs> from Disney. And it seems like, Ever since covid they've been cutting back more and more and more and it's getting to the point where i even saw a post that's like what's the difference between disney and six flags and you know it it i just i don't want the magic to go away that's my biggest fear out of yeah. all of this i mean and i think another thing disney has to think about is disney always tries to keep you what they call the disney bubble oh, yeah. and without that without the magical express you're not in that disney bubble anymore you that's have a rental car you can go to you know, some of the lovely restaurants that Orlando has to offer and not stay in Disney that whole time.
3: All right, That was, that was actually like one of my biggest complaints when I went down there last. And I think we, we maybe even touched about it when we, we had you on our show that it, it's so strange that I could walk in the magic kingdom and then walk out, go to dinner somewhere and then come back. Doesn't, you know, wouldn't you want me to, I, I get, they brought park hopping back now and, and it's all good, but before they, they didn't do that and, and and i agree that that whole aspect really confused me uh I, I just didn't quite understand why they would do something like that
2: yeah i i don't know we're, we're trying to figure out the disney raising as well i mean i think once yeah. the whole covid issue is done maybe and then we'll Kathy, get Kathy's
1: all upset with annual passes still so oh,
2: yeah, still, yeah still grinding my gears
3: no <laughs> <laughs> so and I, so, I i i that they, they start bringing those back because I think it will rejuvenate, you know, uh, uh, the the amount of people that are down there now who, yeah. who want to go.
2: They did uh, release a statement two days ago, two or three days ago that said that if you are an annual pass holder parent who has a child that is turning three and can no longer get in for free, that is the only exception to buying annual passes at this point. So yeah, John crazy. John said that he hopes that, you know, that might be the start of it, but I don't know. We'll see.
3: I'd like to th- i'd like to think you're right there i do think that it's the start and i do think with park hopping coming back i think that we'll start to see a few additions come back such as fast passes and the dining plan i do think that those will come back um i don't think that they'll i don't think fast passes will change too too much but i do think dining will have a new look for sure yeah um, in terms of plans that are available in terms of you know picking and choosing and things of that nature i think that will have um, you know some layer there for sure
1: yeah all right so i guess it's time to get into the dvc part of the show since we've had our little you know hello welcomes and everything (laughs) um so i'll just start up easy with you uh ethan uh what is your home resort for uh dvc
3: yeah so we're at copper creek uh is our oh you got the fancy one well we got the we got the one that was the the newest when so when we bought um we got the newest one that was available to us so yeah, the fancy one sure. I, I honestly <laughs> haven't even been able to stay there yet. So Really. <laughs> yeah. Um so it, it it's it's sort of funny the way that works and I'm sure we'll get into this, but um you know, just because something is your home resort doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best bang for your points. So um yeah, we haven't stayed at our home resort. It was just that was the newest contract that was available, so it would be for the full 50 years. Um, as opposed to, you know, if I had bought a beach club, uh, you know, ex- a contract that was still active, there may only be 20 or 30 years on it. So
1: yeah,
3: I wanted to get something that was going to be good for the full length of the term, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Okay. And then uh, how long have you and Jen been DVC members?
3: Yeah. So we purchased and uh, I ramble, so I'm sorry ahead of time. but Oh, oh I mean, no, you
1: know, we love it. We love it. Keep going. <laughs>
3: Awesome. Um, so we purchased our DVC. Well, I'll start here. We we went on our first tour in 2017. And I am a salesperson, sales manager person myself. So I'm always looking at the way that people judge and, and sort of sell things to me because I'm of that origin. That's what I do. Um, so we, we were staying at the beach club for the first time. We were actually staying in Late April, which the the weather was phenomenal in late April, it was just starting to warm up. We were staying at the beach club and they had put in like a notice, uh, on, on our like bed table because we were staying in a nicer room. It was a little bit bigger than your traditional, like standard room. And it said, you know, you can go on a tour and they'll give you a $125 gift card. I, I'm no chump. I will take free money when it's handed out. Um, so, uh we went on the tour and the gentleman that was giving us the tour was really nice. He was really, you know, he was fine, but he didn't he didn't necessarily try to sell me on anything. And he said from the get-go, I'm not a pusher, I'm not someone who tries to push anything, but he didn't also he didn't necessarily sell me on the idea of being able to vacation in Disney. And even though for me, I I could have thought of all the reasons why I could be sold, he just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, we kind of left that experience thinking like, all right, maybe we'll look at it again at another point, but it just didn't make a whole lot of sense the way that he was describing it. And on our honeymoon, uh, so, you know, the girl that brought me to Disney and I fell in love with, we, we got, we got married and, and went on our honeymoon to Disney and, um, we were staying at pops pop century, which is probably one of our favorite, uh, resorts altogether. And it's, it's seen as a um, sort of a moderate resort and and we love it there. Um, and we got sort of a similar voucher, like, Hey, come take a tour. You'll get a hundred dollar gift card. I was like, I can spend that hundred dollars real quick.
1: <laughs> Especially a
3: <laughs> Exactly. So we went on the second tour. We actually went over to the Polynesian. The gentleman that uh, sat with us was, was phenomenal. And I don't know if it was maybe because we had a lot of the information and we had doing a little bit more research. But all of a sudden, like some of the things that he was talking about started to make sense. And we started to see a little bit more of the benefits of you know buying into something like this and i think you know first and foremost it was the 50 year contract it wasn't something that someone else had already owned already used um you know we we understood the point system a little bit better and i think the other thing that really you know sort of sold it for us was <clears throat> um it was the opportunity to stay at the nicest resorts when you go and That to me was exciting because I said to myself, Oh, well, we'll be able to stay at a place like the Beach Club, but we'll also be able to stay at Bay Lake Tower or Mm -hmm. Copper Creek when you know we can stay at all those nicer places, you know, when we decide to grow and have a family or things like that. It'll be easier to find a room suitable for a potential family of four or five, or if we wanted to take her parents or my parents down there, it'd be a lot easier to find a comfortable situation. Where we're not all squeezing into a standard room with two king size beds, and that was ultimately our thought process um, in in really doing it. And you know what's interesting is you know all of a sudden you're you're in front of paperwork, you're signing, and nothing else is flooding your mind, but. Oh man, I, I can't wait to get back to the park. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fast pass in 20 minutes. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. what are we doing? Come on, hurry up. Uh, print it faster. But, uh, <laughs> but I think, you know, for us, ultimately, you know, the, the thought of having a family, the thought of being able to go with family down there just started to make a little bit more sense to us. And um, what's interesting, too, is they, they give you plenty of different options to sort of make sure that you're you're comfortable with with the payments that you're comfortable with, you know, mm-hmm. making understanding where all this money needs to go. Um they, they 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 really do a nice job of explaining that. So.
2: Okay, so for who anybody who is listening right now, they might be saying, "Well, what the heck is a point? the, the DVC point system." Sure. <laughs> so can sure. you go into that just a little
3: bit? Absolutely. So the points are uh, so you buy into a certain number of points, and the points are utilized to book and, and use your room. So our our particular contract is 150 points, which in in DVC terms, depending on where you're staying, is about a week and a half. It's about 10 to, to 10 to 12 days. And it really it depends. it's sort of dependent on the DVC person to make sure that they're utilizing their points to the, to the greatest capacity in which you have. Um, But the best way to do explain points is points are sort of figurative dollars that allow you to stay in a room. I think that's maybe the best way to put it. And again, those dollars are worth different amounts Depending on the season that you go, so the, the busier seasons like, um, just to name a few Easter, um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, those are gonna, you know, on a typical scale, uh, uh, a night at, you know, Bay Lake Tower may be 35 points, and a night over at the boardwalk may only be 20. You know, Uh so there's some there's some sort of, you know, a little bit of give and take because obviously not all of the resorts are built on the same premise. They're all a little different. They all have different theming. They're all either closer or further away from the the parks or from transportation. So all of those things sort of play into their point system. Now, their point system changes every single year. So it's (laughs) impossible to sort of tell you like where the best places to stay are. But I think for for us, if I had to name like the top three places that are the sort of the best bang for your point, um, the Boardwalk over near Epcot typically has uh, lower point, lower pointage, I can think, I guess is maybe the best term um, for your overall points. Also, um, Animal Kingdom Lodge is another one where overall pointage you're getting your better bang for your dollar. Now, when you start talking about the uh, Savannah view rooms and things like that, that's when it starts to get a little bit pricier. Mm -hmm. But if you just were to take a standard room at animal kingdom lodge, it's really not too, too bad. And I think the other one for us that we found good luck at, but haven't stayed um, is actually uh, over at key West. Um, the, The rooms are actually a little bit bigger. Um, because it was one of the first resorts, and then the pointage is actually pretty reasonable. So it's all it's all sort of on the DVC member to ensure that a that their points make sense both financially for them and their family, but also that they can understand. And I think that's what really sold us this last time that we went was the gentleman was like, "Hey, you know, if if you go for a weekend trip, you know, in." The middle of April, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, you're going to get your, your a better bang for your dollar as opposed to going, you know, for a full week in in Chris during Christmas time. So it, it's all about sort of finding that balance um, and making sure that it's going to work. So uh, to, to to break it down even further, I I it's funny when 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 you, once you sign all the paperwork and you get on the plane ride home, you write down. <laughs> bunch of questions which i actually did do that um and and one of the things that i had written down and i'm going to see if i can find it here is um how much is a point actually worth and and i i sort of phrase it in a way of like all right well i got this these points but how do they how do they correlate to dollars and the the woman that i was speaking to said the best way to do it is it's approximately 19 to $24 depending on like where you're staying. And I said, all right, that's pretty reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's, that's true too. Like if you go to um, David's rental to rent DVC points, it's about a 19 to $24 range that they sort of give you, um, you know, to, to sort of hopefully sum up that question the best that I can.
2: Yeah, um, just to follow up with that though, too. Yeah, um, I know that you can roll over so many Correct. points.
3: Yep. So, so how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So you, you have what's defined as a use year. Um, our it's different for everybody depending on when you buy. Um, our use year starts, I believe, in September, and then our end year is May. So uh-huh. in between those, wait. Oh nope! Um, I got it right. <laughs> um, so, what that means is, I have to use so my 150 points. I have to use those within a year, and I have two options. I can either roll them over if I if I have extra, I can roll it over into the next year. So let's just simply say that I used 125 points, and I have 25 left over. I can mm-hmm. roll that over into the next year but I have to do it before the end of May because that's my end year. Mm -hmm. Otherwise those points disappear and they become nothing. Vice versa. If I'm in the middle of two years, I have the ability to take from the year ahead of me um, up to my allotted points. So if let's just say I wanted to go to a big trip down to Alani in Hawaii, which sounds wonderful right now from being from yeah. Massachusetts. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, and I wanted to use all 300 points. I have the ability to do that as well and, and utilize that towards, you know, going there. Um, the other thing too, that they allow for DVC members is let's just simply say that you need 10 additional points to go for an additional night at the beach club. I can, in theory, I can pay for those out of pocket, in with cash or debit card or credit card, and I can I can just pay for those additional points, you know, that way as well. So if I'm a few points short, they don't necessarily need to take the additional points out. I can just pay for them simply out of out of pocket. Um, but again, that sort of boils down to, you know, knowing what is going to make the most sense for for you, your family, and your financial situation. Mm-hmm. Um, So, so those are sort of the best ways to put it. But um, again, and, and again, I think it's after you roll over once you have to use those points or they disappear. So that, that's sort of the the caveat to it all is you can't just keep rolling as much as I think many of us would like at times. Um, (laughs) And and with COVID it became tough because we canceled a number of trips and we were just like, Oh man, what are we going to do? Like, May is coming we've got to figure something out um you know so we we were able to work out we had like i think 30 points they were able to just push it over for us because we hadn't used them yet mm-hmm. uh so the the one thing that i will say is the DVC customer service line is probably become one of my best friends when i'm trying to plan or book <laughs> because they're they're phenomenal they mm-hmm. they really like normally when you call the customer service line you're on you're on hold for hours sometimes especially because of covid and i get that but when i've had to call the dvc line i'm usually on in about five to ten minutes which is which is phenomenal (laughs) Uh, but they they really do try to make sure that you're that you're well taken care of and they always almost always ask like do you have any other questions is there anything like that is questioning because i'm still a new member they 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 almost treat me like I'm a five-year-old and they're like, are you sure there's nothing else that you, we want <laughs> us to go over? Because that's why we're here. I'm like, uh, unless I'm missing something, I think I'm all right. Oh, but, but in the meantime, you know, let's talk about when I get back down there. Can we get a couple of fast passes? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> the, the ice cream with the Mickey sprinkles. Yeah, that's it. That's
3: it. I, can, I can go for that too. Um, the other thing too, to, to sort of continue on this conversation is – um, you do have the ability One thing that I found really interesting is Once I was in and I could Start booking and and, and doing those things Was there wasn't a whole lot Of availability because we plan Such uh, Frequent trips and, and Not not necessarily frequent as in like we go All the time even though we sort of do But <laughs> at <laughs> least
1: that's what Jen Tells my wife so that's,
3: oh Goodness um, she's Already talking about like February and then what are we Going to do for March and I'm like <laughs> I I don't know where I'm getting all this time off from, but you know,
1: I mean, there's always a nice house in Orlando you guys can stay. We got three bedrooms here, and actually
3: our
2: townhouse right next door (laughs) is for rent right now. So
3: there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so so it's it's one of those things where you know we we plan trips sometimes on a whim. You know, it could be it could be like today, and we'll say, oh, you know what are we doing two weekends from now? Like, we're not really doing anything. We're not that busy. So it it can be really difficult in in a pre-COVID world to find something for, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then go back home. And that was one thing that really bothered me. But what they do is they do have, you can wait list two, you know, two hotels for the amount of time that you want to stay. And sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. It's kind of one of those things. Um, it does make something like that for us really difficult because we are like, oh, we'll go next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you let us know tomorrow? <laughs> like, yeah. so, so that as, that aspect of it makes it really difficult. And with that, then we've got to look at, you know, where is somewhere inexpensive that we can stay that you know doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of dollars committed to it because we're already a part of this program. Mm-hmm. So, that's when it becomes a little bit more difficult is when Jen says, "Oh, I don't want to use the points. I'm going to go to Pop Century with a friend." You know, can 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 we stay there? Sure, yeah. Whatever. Go have fun. <laughs> um so that's that's the one thing that I think if you're if you're someone sort of like us who, you know, goes frequently, that's when it can be really difficult unless you buy just a, a a ton of points um which we didn't we we really wanted to buy it we take a trip we normally take a trip in in march for my birthday we take a short trip in april and then we usually try to do a full week when it's our anniversary mm-hmm. um so that that usually covers like the two short trips two or 3 days and then and then the you know the week or so um the amount of points that we got and that's sort of the way that we did it we like, okay, October's not a busy time. March isn't a busy time. Late April, in the May, not really busy. So those are our, our times that we'll go. So, um, yeah. Go
1: ahead. What else? Okay, uh, I was just going to go, okay. Um, so, sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm stuttering right now. Um, it's okay. Uh, so basically my question, I guess, is what uh, resorts have you stayed at and what is the resort you're going to be staying at here, uh, here in a few weeks if you are doing DVC?
3: Yeah, um, so I'm excited to say that we have stayed at we've stayed at Bay Lake Tower, we have stayed at uh the beach club, we've stayed at the boardwalk, we have stayed at Kadani Village over in Animal Kingdom. We have stayed at obviously Pop Century, but that's obviously not part of the DVC. But close enough. We, yeah, we've definitely <laughs> stayed there and, and truthfully, still up towards the top of my list in terms of resorts. I think it gets a lot of, you know, unnecessary hate because mm-hmm. it's, you know, seen as a lower loop. It's not fancy like the others, <laughs> but,
0: um,
3: but truthfully, I think it's an awesome place. Um, I also have very similar things to say about all-star music. I, I could stay there and hang out in the lobby with the different kinds of music that they're playing and just hang out. I'm cool. Um, where else have we stayed? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I think those are the, the main ones that we stay at the boardwalk a lot and that's really become like our, our favorite. It's almost become like our home resort. Like when we're looking, we almost look there first because it really, you know, the access that you have to Epcot, the mm-hmm. access that you have to the boardwalk. Um, it's just a nice atmosphere and it. It's, it's very, it's very reminding of home in a, in a way because it's got the beach club and the yachtsmen, which are very new England esque, you know, sort of resorts. And then the boardwalk just sort of feels like, you know, a place down in Connecticut or Rhode Island that I probably would have been hanging out at at some point. So um, let's see. Yeah. I think, I think those are the main ones that we've stayed so far. And and again, I think the boardwalk has become our, our instant favorite, but I do think that the the rooms at the Kadani village and the Savannah, the Savannah view are probably, are probably my favorites because of that unique experience of being able to step out the door and see giraffes and antelope it's just it's something that you don't you don't necessarily dream about you mm-hmm. know and it just sort of hits you in a way that's very i don't know it's it's almost methodical it's like you're stepping into a dream it's really cool yeah <laughs>
1: Uh, I have all another question. Go ahead. Sorry. I know yeah. I said I didn't have any questions. I know. So so the, say-
3: the, 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 how
1: this went when we came into this was you're gonna ask all the questions and I'm gonna sit there and say nothing. And then and now she's literally I've you, know, you see how this
3: went. I've asked yeah. I think two questions. That's okay. We'll we'll get to yours too, John. I promise. <laughs> I've got I've got a, I've got plenty of time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're hearing a lot of pros that you're saying about yes. the VC.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I want to hear the cons.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and I think I already hit one. It's it's incredibly difficult if you're a planner or not. If you're not a planner, if you go on a whim and you try to make the you know last second reservation, and you're like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, and you already booked the plane tickets, and then you look for the room and you can't find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that that, <laughs> that is that's probably you know one of the the most incredibly biggest cons i think Mm -hmm. um i think the other thing too is for some it'll it'll make them feel very limited in their vacations because you're committed to this high dollar amount of you know when it comes time to discuss a vacation it's for some it's you know do we really have to go to disney world again can we go somewhere else And, you know, luckily they have a pro for that too, which I can get into later. But I do think that, you know, for, for, for prime example, for Jennifer and I, you know, this was the first year that Disney world was closed and we didn't know what to do.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: And, you know, it became that conversation of like, well, do we not go anywhere because we're committed to this? We have this big thing. And we ultimately decided to go to Vegas for, um, for the weekend, for, like a weekend trip. It was a couple days over, but we went to Vegas and it was an awesome trip. One that we would probably do again, but it's difficult to justify, you know, conversations like that when you're already committed to, like I said, such a high dollar amount item like DVC. So that's a definite con for sure. Um, I think the other things, I think the only other thing that I'm, I'm slightly disappointed about is that, when we bought that we didn't just buy a few more like we, yeah. we probably should i think and i think you know it was funny when we when we were at i think it was hollywood studios we got stopped by one of the dvc you know members and you know he said that most of the time whenever i talk to anybody they always say oh they wish they had just bought more and sure enough like almost like scripted this woman and her family like walked by and was just like oh you're gonna love it you should buy it you're just going to wish that you had bought more. I'm like, <laughs> you know? and, and now I'm, I'm one of those people who I'm like, oh God, I really, I probably should have bought 25 more or whatever, you know, whatever they were offering just to say, you know, we've got them, you know, we don't need to worry about charging anybody for the additional room or whatever the case may have been. So it's, that's, that's definitely a, a con because I think you select something that's going to make, that makes sense. And then you don't necessarily think about like, all right, if I had done a little bit more, would it would it really have broken the bank or whatever the case may be? So, it's 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 tough. But like I said, even with the two cons I've kind of thrown out there, there are options <laughs> available. Too. So, yeah, um, you know, to sort of go off the point that that I already made, they're partnered. So Disney Vacation Club is also partnered with RCI, which is a, you know, a very big. Brand name for vacation rentals. And um, I have the notes right here. They have, <laughs> he uh, her. I, I did. I, oh, I, I really do try. <laughs> um, so RCI has over 4,000 different locations. And, and what you do is you take essentially your points and you bank them into RCI's point system. And from there, they actually give you two years to sort of decide what you want to do with them. Um, So that's, that's an interesting aspect too. And and with over 4,000 locations, I mean, Mexico, um, Europe, I mean, you name it, Africa, um, there were, there were trips up to Alaska, which I was really interested in. Um, you know, I think it, it does sort of provide the opportunity to do something different. The one thing that I will say in looking more into that, and, and maybe this is a con is the, the points, the point per dollar (laughs) is very is very skewed. Um like you would you're you're going to always be better off using your points at Disney than you are going to be through RCI and I would almost ad- strongly suggest looking at a travel agent or looking at, you know, some type of other option to go to a place like Mexico or Punta Cana or you know, one of those, you know, places like that because it doesn't it just doesn't make a ton of sense to do it.
1: Yeah you can ask your question. Okay. Um, I just, I I guess my question is, is, um, you obviously have stayed at DVC resorts. And what I guess I like about you even more than what you've already told us is that, you know, you go to resorts like pop century and you can still see the value that is at these resorts. You know, we've had people that, have not really seen the value in these resorts. And me and Kathy got a chance to visit it uh, right before the holiday season had ended. Mm-hmm. And we walked in there and we we're like, we could stay here. Like this isn't as bad as people have made it out to be to us. So what was the question? Yeah. I guess the question is just that I, I like him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, thanks man. I like you too. <laughs> you know, to go off your point. um, I think when we, when Jennifer and I first went so our first trip, we stayed at pop century and, um again we, we fell in love with we fell in love there, and that's we stayed there on our honeymoon. Um, which for if I were to tell like a, a real Disney snob that's where we stayed on our on our honeymoon, they'd probably look at us and go, Oh, hmm, that doesn't really work for me. I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> like, oh, like my wife, my wife only stays at the beach club. Okay. <laughs> like, like really, I here's the thing: I, I think for so many people. You know, and, and I talk a lot about this on, on my show in the beginning. I said, you know, you always have to do what's going to be best for you, your family, and your financial situation. And financial, I, I can't stress enough, is is so much more than just money. It's also time.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: like how much time are you really spending in your room? Mm-hmm. Probably not a whole lot. Yeah. So does it does it matter that you're sleeping, you know, in some nice luxury freaking room? Mm-hmm. Ah, it doesn't. Not at all. Is it nice? Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it is. But it, it really doesn't make that big of a difference. You know, I tried, I try very hard to just enjoy the moments that are presented and enjoy the company that I'm around. And I think for for Jennifer and I, we really don't care where we, we like you could put us in a shoebox on Main Street USA and tell us this is where you're sleeping. And we'd be like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: give you some Casey's corn dog nuggets and you're good. And you're solid. Yeah, that's ex-
3: exactly. <laughs> and I think, you know, we're just, you know, we did this. We did DVC as a like a wedding gift to our, to ourselves because, you know, we, we really didn't, you know, go overboard for our wedding. We really didn't go overboard for one another on gifts. And when we got there after, you know, Saying our vows and 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 just having that moment, it was it was very clear to us that we loved Disney and we were going to continue to come regardless of how old we were, regardless of how you know many people we had. We were going to go there, and um, I said, "Well, you know what? Let's just let's just go listen again. Let's get the hundred bucks, <laughs> 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 and, and, and ultimately, let's see if this is going to be worth it." And I think you know, for us, it was it, after. The, the second sit down and understanding a little bit more about what it is and how it works. We were like, all right, let's just do it. You know, it, and it was, it was sort of, we like to think our, our first big decision together. Um, you know, we, we are, we bought a house, we have all those other things before we even had, got married. So yeah. this was our, this was our first big decision, you know, after we had said I do and you know, it, it's, it's pretty special that that's what it was. So yeah. Um, Hopefully I that answers that. your question. <laughs> it does. Just try and make everything.
2: I hope Jen's uh, listening and she can uh, hear you sucking up those
1: brownie points. huh? Yeah,
3: that's You know, I do hope that. Very much. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess,
1: I guess we'll let you uh, kind of go off here. Now we'll let you guys, uh, you promote your channel and everything that sure. you guys are doing over there at uh, the Wolf yeah. and the Wookiees.
2: You know? Before you even yeah. do that, are there any like yeah. final things that you have to say about DVC?
3: Yeah. So I think, you know, just, just, you know, I think make sure that it's going to work for you and do the research. I think for so many people, they jump in blind. They don't necessarily, you know, take a look at the benefits, the pros, the cons, all of those things.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, you know, just, just make sure. Sh- Cause it's, it's, it doesn't work for everybody. It really doesn't. Um, and I think for some it does, for some it doesn't. And, again, it, no one can understand, you know, you better than you. I, I feel very, you know, physiological there. Um, <laughs> I feel like I should be on Spaceship Earth, you know, with the with the apple and, and <laughs> kind of moving. Uh, um, you know, like Galileo. So, um, you know, listen, I, I think for – for what it's worth, for us, it works. Um, they have, honestly, they've got a really great online system that makes it really easy to check availability. Just don't get discouraged because it says waitlist. You have two options for waitlist. Make sure that you're utilizing it to the most of your ability. And, oh my gosh, I forgot to talk about this. And. What's really, really nice is once you've set up your vacation, and let's just say you have the, the two nights that you're staying at the beach club, and I'm using the beach club because that's where we're staying when we're down there to see you guys. Okay. Um, we're staying, staying at the beach club. So um, you can actually request certain things as you as you put in your reservation. So if you want to be by the pool, you can put that as one of your requests, If you want to be by an elevator, you can put that as your second request. So you have two requests as well. It's kind of like Genie's three wishes, but you only get two, and sometimes they don't. (laughs) (laughs) So, so you know, here's what I'll say: always put in the request. And for those of you that are just you know the general public and not DVC and just trying to book a room, make sure while you're on the phone making that reservation, you take advantage of. Putting in your two requests. And I always try to tell people that if you can be near an elevator or near the pool, you're probably gonna do pretty well in terms of room to buses to pool to those accessible things that you're gonna want during your trip. So make sure you take advantage of that. That's a wolf tip. Oh, I'm giving wolf <laughs> tips on
1: job.
2: Them <laughs>
3: that way. Oh man.
2: We love the wolf tips.
3: Yes. Um <laughs> I'm just trying to think, I, I, like I said, I've got a whole notebook here of just like (laughs) stuff that I've written down and talked about. Um, Oh, split stays. That's another thing. Like don't be afraid to split up your stay. Like if you're someone who wants to, you know, park hop, not not park hop, but resort hop. You do sort of have that ability with this as well. So, and again, it's all about utilizing your points wisely. So some places may be a little bit more expensive on the weekend, and maybe a little bit less expensive during the week. So if you want to stay somewhere a little bit nicer, like let's just say the Grand Floridian has 17 or 20-point nights during the week, but 25 to 30 points on the weekend, you can stay there during the week and then hop over to the boardwalk on Saturday or Sunday. So you're you're saving those points. So it's all about being a little savvy and sort of knowing how to trick the system a little bit. Yep. That uh, that sometimes makes it really fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maximize your money too.
3: Yeah, and that's just it. And and again, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's all about sort of figuring because so, I think so many people think that you know because their home resort is Copper Creek or whatever, they've got to stay there. Um, the, the whole the whole the whole island is is opened up to you. So I think that's the thing that uh, I definitely want to make sure is known because you can stay wherever you want. Mm-hmm. as long as you want to stay there <laughs> and it's available <laughs> right right so, um yeah those are those are my my last little tips there and i'm sorry i forgot <laughs> to mention while we were actually talking about this oh no you're good no
1: we
2: appreciate it those were some yeah great yeah. uh woofy tips
3: yeah thank you <laughs> um so about the show let's see i am the wolf of the wolf and wookie a wdw podcast and my buddy ryan and i um Put to well, I put together a podcast, and it was really just something for me. I we we had just gotten like kind of shut down here in Massachusetts, and I wanted an outlet. I wanted something to just talk. I wanted to do something, and um, my wife had been pushing me to do a Disney show type thing for a while, and I said, you know, all right, <laughs> I'll try it, <laughs> and um, it. It's honestly, it's been a wild ride. We we started off just myself. I did a few episodes and I quickly realized how difficult it is to talk by yourself mm-hmm, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, and, and not have someone else to sort of banter with. Because in the first few episodes that I did of my show, I just felt like I was just like a news guy, like, oh, here's all the information. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And then um, and then I had my first guest, which was my dad. And uh, when I started it, he was like, listen, I don't care like how bad it is, but I want to be your first guest. And I was like, oh, okay, we can try it. <laughs> and, and sure enough, the the audio was absolutely atrocious. So you got to like turn it all the way up in the car and you got to like strain yourself to hear it. Um, but been there you know, before, been there before. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, but that episode is something that, you know, looking back, it's probably still one of my favorites. Um because it's it's with my dad and i think that's something that i'll be able to i'll be able to play that for my kids and you know things like that it Mm -hmm. will will mean a lot to me sentimentally more than it will to the overall aspect of the show um and then a week or two later i had i had ryan come on and ryan and i kind of clicked we just started bantering we started getting along and uh sure enough i i sort of felt in that moment like Hey, we've kind of got a show here. <laughs> like, <laughs> we could we could branch this off and, and do something kind of fun. And sure enough, um, a few episodes later, I was just like, "Dude, like, let's do this! Like, let's make this happen." So he became the Wookie, I was still the Wolf, and you know we took off. And now we're we were sort of I don't want to say we were recognized. I had put out a hashtag um, magically thinking the cast and Mark Valentine from This This Life. Uh, picked it up and he was like hey man I love what you're doing like let's talk like I think you know between you me and a lamppost like I think we've got something here like I think we could grow this into a brand and um, you know we were just really excited about it and I think it's it's it, all of a sudden it became you know the this group of content creators who were just sort of had a similar path like I did like they were just looking for a way to sort of stay in the bubble mm-hmm. and sure enough like we became instant friends sort of like we have. um i I, what's interesting about like about this whole thing and i don't mean to like take up all your time because i could talk to you guys no you're good all right (laughs) um is this is this is again this has been become such an outlet of friendships and people that i care about and Mm -hmm. for, for me you know when i when i started interacting with mark and when i started interacting with the rest of the gang from this this life it just sort of felt like we all would be sitting at the same like lunch table and at, at school. Like we'd all hang out, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, 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 you know, what's funny is I think for a lot of us and, and especially me, I, I probably would have been nervous or scared to sit down at that table, you know, 20 years ago or 10 years ago, whatever it is. Um, I would have been a little nervous to, to sit down with the, the really what, what are the cool kids in school. And, um, I think this has allowed me and, and many of us to sort of you know let our disney dork flag fly man it's, just, <laughs> it's just one of those things like i i it's brought me so much more joy to talk about this and meet new people than i than i do talking to some of my friends i'm like dude you're like you're 30 years old and you're still living at home like i don't, <laughs> what are you i don't care yeah, like, yeah i love disney i'm going to disney get off get off my back yeah you know? it,
2: it's been great for all of us i mean we're going to have Joe on I, on another episode. We're going to record that tomorrow. And Joe, he lives in Vegas, and he's right. actually coming down April, April, the beginning of April in the last seven months. This will be our third time seeing him like we have created such a bond and like we cannot wait to meet you and Jen because it's just growing that Disney family. And that's like that's why we're doing it, you know, and, like we've gotten out of it a little bit, I guess, but you know, listening to you and Wookie is kind of like just like pring, pulling us back in, like wanting to do it more, you know, and have these conversations. So,
1: yeah.
3: well, I shared with you guys on 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 my show that I love your banter. Like there are days where I wish that Jennifer would just be a part of the show. So that way <laughs> I could banter with her the way that you guys banter. Like it's so much fun because I think, Kathy, you have such a presence and you have such a, uh, a way about you. Like you, you, you are very. Uh, you're you're very strategic in the way that you talk about things and i absolutely love that and then you got john who's just like i want to talk about it all i'm really excited <laughs> and it, that, that's and our it, personalities to a t yeah. exactly oh, absolutely and that's why like it's it's so it's so much fun to, to interact with you on this forum be able to see your faces because i do feel like even before I actually got to see your faces and, and sort of meet you, mm. I, I felt like I knew you guys. I felt <laughs> like, I was like, you know, I knew, I know you guys have a good podcast because every time you're talking, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm, I can see myself hanging out with them and talking and I'm, I find <laughs> having the conversations that you guys are having. And I just go, Oh man, I, like we need to sit around a, like a table and just talk. And, <laughs> um. That's what's really fun about this, for sure. Yeah. So, so yes, I do hope, and I hope beyond hope, that more episodes of Started with a Mouse podcast do come out because I am, yeah. I am genuinely a huge fan and have been. I, I think at this point, I've listened to most of your catalog at least once, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, it it, it really. Um, I'm excited for you guys. You know, I, I I'm a huge advocate for you guys. I think you know that. And I'm especially excited to meet you guys. Like, I think for me, that'll come, that'll be full circle. And <laughs> it's funny. I, I was telling somebody the other day who was like, aren't you a little like nervous to meet them? I'm like, nah, not really. Nah. <laughs> nah. Like, it's going to, it's going to feel normal. Like I, like I, I've already talked to him like a few times Yeah. and, um, and they're like, yeah, but like, well, you know, mean somebody in person is a little different. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But I don't think it's gonna feel that way. No.
2: It, it won't, I promise, because you know, we were actually that apprehensive when we met Joe. Yeah. And now it feels like they have been a part of our lives for 20 years. Like it's yeah. it feels like a family. So exactly. we, we promised. We we have good banter with you as well. So yeah.
3: <laughs> no, absolutely. And and I'm definitely um really appreciative of you guys because you, you definitely I don't know if it was yes, was it a couple days ago, Jen was like, oh my god, I've got new friends. <laughs> <laughs> so happy and excited, and you know, I think um you know it's it's definitely it's definitely been a lot of fun getting to know you guys. And uh, please, you know, if you, if if you guys need the mo like the motivation or you need someone else to banter with, please, I am a short phone call away. I will always <laughs> come and podcast with you guys. Yeah. Uh, because I could sit here and talk to you guys all day about, about stuff that, you know, you want to talk about.
2: So, exactly.
0: um,
2: yeah, yeah, we, we, we appreciate that so much and we'll definitely be taking you yeah. up on that offer. But, yeah. um, before we wrap up, I want you to tell us where we can, like where our listeners can listen to you and Wookiee yeah. and, you know, the, 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 the groups on Facebook and everything.
3: Absolutely. So I am, I am a part of the Wolf of Disney, a W uh, oh, I'm sorry, the Wolf and Wookie a WDW <laughs> podcast. Um, we did do a name change because we became a part of this is life. So go over to Facebook, search this is life. It is a private group. Join up with the group and uh, they do so much over there. And we've got so much coming and I'm excited to show you guys some of the stuff that we have in the works, but um, we have, family uh, adult family game night on Friday nights. We have a, f- a regular family game night on Sunday nights. We have um, let's see uh, a new show starting on Sunday nights with mouse ears and magic. We have um, on Mondays, Monday's pretty barren right now, but Oh no, I'm sorry. We're going to have Mando. Um, no, we had Mando Mondays for mm-hmm. star Wars uh, with Wookiee, myself and Mark. And then now we're going to shoot over to Marvel Monday. Um, wow. which I'm really, really excited about. Um, we're going to be covering, obviously, WandaVision and everything everything Marvel because they've got a mm-hmm. lot coming. And let's see. We also, on Tuesday, we release our show on Tuesdays. Okay. Wednesday, Mark releases his, which is This This Life podcast. And then on Thursday, which I'm really excited about, we're going to be doing a a news program. And it's not going to be, I don't know, it's not going to be like your traditional, it's going to be more like your traditional news show. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have corresponding anchors. We're going to have people on scene. Um, I, 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 want it to feel and act very much like a new show.
0: That's so awesome. basically
3: every, almost every night of the week, we're going to have something over in this, this life, uh, for the community to check out for the community to be a part of. And yeah, you can find the Wolf and Wookiee, a WDW podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google play and our main platform anchor. And um, I like to tell folks, if you just search the hashtag, uh, the Wolf of Disney, you're going to find us just about anywhere that you can. Or if you just type in in Google, the Wolf of Disney, it'll pop up Um, and you can listen to us just about anywhere. So, And we release every Tuesday. Uh, I can't tell you what time because I'm usually editing and putting it all together. But (laughs) usually before noontime on Tuesday, there's a new episode out uh, and ready to go. So, uh,
2: and also buy their new merch. Yeah, the shirts look the awesome, merch. and we cannot wait to purchase them.
3: <laughs> yeah, we just we just, uh, we, just um, we just released a new T-shirt, um, so we're wicked excited about that. And uh, yeah, we've got to fill the order in two weeks. So mm-hmm. if you're interested, go ahead and uh, go ahead and let us let us know. We'll we'll get you on the list. We'll get you ordered. And they've got everything from small, to, very small to five X. So oh, wow. Every everyone can be sport sporting the merch, but uh, no, we're really excited about that. And and again, I can't thank you enough for for letting me hang out with you guys because I I love you, I care about you, and I I definitely uh, am excited for you guys. You know, when you guys were making your move, I was excited because I was like, oh my god, they're gonna have so much to talk about. So I'm excited. <laughs> that... Uh, I'm excited that we're we're getting back in podcast mode because that's my favorite. And uh, and it's not that I don't like YouTube, I just I'm never on there.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's I'm hard. Just,
3: it, it is. And mm-hmm. I'm subscribed so I see when all your stuff like pops up and I'm like, "Alright, I'm mm-hmm. going to watch it. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch,
1: watch it." I'm <laughs> going to watch. <laughs>
3: you know, because I I I drive I drive 2 hours just about every day to mm-hmm. I mean, going to work and then coming home so for me I'm always like I'm listening to stuff whereas I'm not necessarily able to watch as much so okay. I, I'm excited for the podcast
2: no. <laughs> we are too and uh yeah we love you too Ethan thank you so much for being on the podcast and uh, uh we can't wait to meet you
3: yeah can't wait to see you guys too have a lovely rest of your evening and you uh, too yeah we're gonna close
1: and we want to thank Ethan for coming on uh, our podcast and you uh, really went into depth there with uh, some of his DVC and uh, he had like an entire notebook. Yeah, he did ready <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> it was awesome. We, we do really
2: appreciate him going into depth. Um, he has been very um, persuasive in us, like coming back. He's been a huge fan of ours and us of his. And uh, we thank you very much, Ethan, for coming on and, you know, just trying to help us get back into the groove of things, because this is something that we really enjoy doing. And it's, it's, it's something that you need to hear every once in a while that like people actually enjoy you doing it. So we really appreciate it. And, uh, we cannot wait to, uh, see you and Jen here soon.
1: Yeah. Um, we hope they have the best Disney trip, uh, coming up here soon. Um, they will be, I think here, what day? just in a couple of days i, did, I mean in a couple days
2: yeah i wouldn't give away like details sorry. of their trip <laughs> sorry
1: um but yeah they will be here in a few days so um we can't wait for them to uh get to experience the magic it's been a long time coming for them a lot of canceled trips so yeah. and finally get to meet them in person yeah. we're excited mm-hmm. so um so next here on the oh whoops uh one more thing um kathy is going to put the links to his podcast and um also the Diz life group as well yeah he's part
2: of the Diz life now yeah so so
1: they're all under like the same umbrella it's like four or five podcasts Mm -hmm. um we highly recommend you check out their group
2: yeah
1: um they've got something going on almost every night of the week like one night it's i think
2: it is every single night like uh friday nights are like adult game nights it's
1: like a trivia night that's tonight monday nights is it? I yeah, because I saw Friday. it on my Facebook. Okay. I thought it
2: was Friday nights. Um, but they do. They have something every night of the week, and it's really fun and interactive over there. So make sure you give them a, a look.
1: Yeah. So um, on to our next interview here. Um, a guy you've heard before here on Started With the Mouse podcast. Yeah, he was actually our first interview, wasn't he? Yeah. I think so. He went to Galaxy's Edge, and we wanted somebody's, like, firsthand experience.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He he went to Galaxy's Edge january february of like 2019 it was a while ago now yeah it's been a while um but yeah joseph we are gonna talk to him as well about uh DVC. um yeah I'm, i don't know what i'll say about that <laughs> all right and
1: with that we will head into our interview with joe and welcome back to the started with a mouse podcast that we are this is john and i can't talk <laughs> it's kathy <laughs> And we've got our good friend Joe alongside us today for another uh, like DVC part little, two. Yeah, little DVC mini series we are running with a couple of DVC members so they can kind of explain DVC a little bit better to you at home and to us because we have no idea what we were doing when we went to our meeting. So, welcome, Joe. Uh, how's it going?
0: Good. Thanks for having me, guys. It's fun to be back on the podcast. It's been a while.
1: Yeah. We're going to have to do this a little bit more. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think we're going to have more guests now that I I, I'm almost going to start calling it started with the mouse 2.0 because (laughs) I feel like we took that little break there. And now um, I'm like really reinvigorated to really bring back the podcast in full force. And especially with you and Ethan and people like that alongside us that can definitely help us if we ever get stuck in a rut or anything like that.
0: Well, I'm always around for you guys.
1: Yay. We love friends. (laughs) (laughs) Go
2: I'll ahead. let you go first. No, you can start off, because I started off yesterday. Thank you. You're welcome. Um. Okay, well, we asked Ethan about this, so I, th- I feel like it's only fair that we asked Joe. Before we even get into DVC, okay. the news that came out, what
1: was it, John? Yes, about? two days ago, three days ago now, what? about the Magical Express Um, is going to be leaving. Um, and... The extra magic hour It's now down to 30 minutes instead of an hour. Yeah. So
2: what are your thoughts on uh, those two topics?
0: Well, with the magical express, I personally never used it. We always liked having our car and with DVC, with the free parking, it doesn't really matter to me. Mm-hmm. So we never had to worry about paying the extra parking fees, staying on DVC points. Um, I'm sure I heard mirrors announced that it's not really going away. They're still going to be running buses to the parts, but I'm sure you're going to have to pay for it now.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So it'll be interesting to see if what happens on the DVC side, because I know some of our dues goes towards those buses, or if it's just general buses for Disney World. So that'll be interesting to see.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the whole Uh, magical hour thing, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's great, but I wish it would have been at least an hour, not a half hour.
1: Yeah, that's what we were kind of saying to Ethan, that it it seems way too short of a period. The only good thing about it is that all four parks will be open 30 minutes early. But at the same time, if you usually show up to the parks an hour early, you're getting in anyways. I mean, there's not really much stopping you. I know when I was driving Lyft and I'd have people in the car at nine o'clock trying to get into Hollywood Studios. That's back when you had to be in there right at 10 to get a boarding pass. They were letting people in at 9 a.m. So, I mean, there really wasn't much of, a, much of a benefit there at that point. So,
0: yeah, when we were there in September with you guys, and, uh, you know, pretty much every park opened up an hour early to let people in.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah I don't, I, I, I just, I, I'm excited to see why they're doing this sorry there's your sound bar yeah our soundbar just turned off in the background if you heard that um i'm excited to see like why they're doing the things that they're doing i mean i know they issue these statements of like oh well we're doing this for that reason but it doesn't quite add up right now and i think we talked about this yesterday with ethan as well that um my thought process was that the reason they were letting these people go was because they needed to cut back on more cost and these aren't direct employees of disney they're employees of mirrors so that wasn't technically like laying off like disney employees
0: yeah i can see that and then plus you know with the train coming into play i heard that's uh 2022 yes so that'll I think be interesting. That,
1: i think that was kind of misguided as well because disney has originally said that it was 2021 mm-hmm. and then i read a thing today that said the train company's like no no we're not going to be ready until like 2022 <laughs> <laughs> it's like i don't care what disney says this ain't going to be done in time it's like And then you've got people on like the Disney fan sites that are saying, you know, Oh, but we're going to have a train and everything else. I'm like, yeah, you're really going to want to get off that train, take your bags and then get on a bus at Disney Springs and then take those, your suitcase and your kids and everything else inside one of those little buses and then go to your resort. You're not going to want to do that. You're going to end up taking a a Lyft or an Uber.
0: Yes. I mean, I can see that being a giant pain in, in the rear, especially with kids baggage, walking around the train station, getting, finding your bus. Cause we know that the bus system at Disney Springs isn't exactly the most friendliest place to be.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've dealt, we've dealt with the bus station a couple of times now. Cause we've done days where we've just gone around, you know, the resorts and everything. And,
2: it's a pain in the butt. Not only that, but I'm just like, where is the? Ha, has it been said where the train station's even going to go? Disney because, Springs. Well, I, I know, I, oh, I, I know. <laughs> I meant as far as like location wise at Disney Springs because there's no room near where the bus, the buses are. So it's like if it's on the opposite side of Disney Springs, could you imagine lugging all of your, you know, oh, luggage sh- all oh, across God. Disney Springs in 110 degree weather in the middle of July?
0: No, but if it's across the way, at least you'll be close to like Saratoga Springs, you can just walk to your room from there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've done that personally.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, we were with you guys when we did yeah, that. We did that personally.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to get your opinion on it because I mean, I know people differ with their opinions. Um I figured since you had you have James, like it might be a little bit different for you versus us, but because you usually get like a rental car and have, you know, the free DVC parking, I guess it really doesn't even apply to you. So.
0: Yeah. We always rented a car. I mean, I have my, I just talked to one of my friends here and he's a little sad because, you know, he would go straight to the parks right off the plane and come back to his room later at night and there's his bags.
1: Yeah. yeah. And
0: then there's the other people that don't go to the parks and then wait two four hours to get their bags. Yeah. So it's kind of a toss-up. I mean, I can't say I'm happy either way because I never used it. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I mean, we used it one time. I mean, it was it was fun to do just to say you did it. It was convenient, but then again, it's also like you like to have
2: that uh, the free the freeness, like you know, the freedom of having a car and like if you don't want to just be on Disney property to be able to go wherever you want, essentially.
0: Yeah, especially when you have friends that you want to go and visit and hang out. Yeah
1: that's us (laughs) all right so i guess we'll get into the uh, dvc part of the episode now that we've done our little bsing for the first you know 15 20 minutes six Uh, minutes minutes, whatever (laughs) um but uh so we're gonna start with an easy question here for you joe uh what is your home resort
0: my home resort is copper creek
1: everybody's at copper creek apparently
2: yeah okay well then here's a follow-up question because uh Ethan had alluded to something last night and it kind of surprised me. He had said that he has never stayed at his home resort. So have you personally stayed at your home resort?
0: We were supposed to, let's put it that way. Um, we did have a trip planned last April when um, for Copper Creek, which is going to be the first time we we're going to get to stay there. So to answer your question, no, we have not stayed at our <laughs> home resort. <laughs>
1: On. I feel like they sold a lot of contracts for Copper Creek after talking to some people. <laughs> there
0: was a lot of points available. It was either that or Alani at the time. And uh, I think we wanted to be closer to, to have the Florida contract.
1: Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so I guess if you would um, so eloquently put it yourself, why don't you explain to the people at home exactly what DVC is since you're a member of it.
0: All right. So DVC is Disney's version of a timeshare. Um, you buy a certain amount of points and each room has a point value to stay per night. I think that's the easiest way to stay, say uh, different <laughs> resorts have different point values. You can stay as low as $10, 10 points for a night and as high up to as 100 in some of the two and three bedrooms or if not more points.
2: Oof. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's see. Another easy question. What resorts have you used your DVC points for?
0: Okay, so we've been to, I'll start West Coast and go East Coast. Okay. Uh, we've been to Alani. We've stayed at Grand Californian on Points. Oh, fancy. Um, very fancy. Okay. That that entrance into uh, California Adventure is amazing. Uh, we've stayed at Animal Kingdom, Old Key West, and Vero Beach. Wow.
2: That's quite a few. I I honestly thought your home resort was Old Key West because of how highly you talk about it.
0: I love old Key West. They have the biggest studio rooms on property. That's so. Go ahead. So, you know, for us, you know, I I don't like sleeping on a a sleeper sofa. Yeah. So having a double, an extra bed in the room instead of a sleeper sofa is a huge bonus to me.
1: (laughs) I can see why. Um, But no, you mentioned Old Key West and we were talking to Ethan about that yesterday. He said that the reason that the rooms are so big there is because it was one of the first DVC resorts.
0: Yeah, it was the absolute first Disney Vacation Club resort that they ever built. So yes, the rooms are quite larger than what they're building now to save space. Especially when you compare the studio to that tower studio at Riviera, it's like triple the space. Oh, Jesus.
1: I mean, I have seen some of the rooms at Riviera, like the suites and whatnot, and, it, and some of them are absolutely insane. What Disney put inside um, those rooms, like just some of the the. Features. I mean, it looks
2: gorgeous, but like I can I can understand where the appeal is for oki West because it doesn't feel, I guess, like like a hotel.
0: No, it feels like you're in your own like condo because of the way it's all spread out and you know it's two stories mm-hmm. you know so it's not a lot of walking you can park if you have your car right by the front door so which is always great and then uh depending on where you get asked to put I usually like to be put in the back because there's a separate pool back there that no one ever goes to
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you have a whole pool by yourself
1: yeah, that was kind of like when we went to Grand Floridian and, and there was that like kind of side pool. Yeah. And it was just like you only got like your top half wet in that pool, but like nobody was hanging out in there. So me and Kathy and our friends, we just kind of were like, Yeah, we'll just hang out here and get some drinks. And
0: <laughs> yeah, be this behind. one's far in the back and uh it's a it's a eight foot deep pool, but it, you know, it's a normal swimming size pool. It's not, nothing special, no uh water features or slides like the big yeah. pool. Yeah,
2: just like a relaxing pool. It, it is. I, I I really want to go to Key West. <laughs> go ahead. What, um,
1: you, you're the one that has all these I, questions. I appreciate it. Thank
2: you.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> um, out of Okay, so we've obviously talked about the points here a few times. Um, I guess uh, some of the questions we've had from some of the people is like, how would you consider like a point like by like dollar amount? Or I guess how do like the contracts work within uh, the Disney Vacation Club rentals?
0: The contracts are when we bought our points. We went and took the when did the spiel at a Grand Californian on the West Coast? And we're they're going through the numbers and all the pricing. And, you know, we weren't sure. And I looked at the lady like, you know, I just don't know if this is for us right now. And she looked at me and said, that's no problem. Take all the paperwork and have a great day and just think about it. I was like, what?
1: <laughs> this you isn't know, the normal. This isn't the normal. And I'm kind thinking of thing.
0: I've been through a lot of timeshare presentations because you see all these great deals. Oh, three nights for ninety nine bucks. Let's go,
1: right?
0: And so you know, they hit you pretty hard. And you know, usually in those timeshare presentations, the price always changes. Mm-hmm. You know, you get down there, you say no one time. Oh, we'll take five thousand off, or we'll do this, or we'll do that. And you know, you keep going, and you can sometimes work a pretty decent deal. But what made me fall in love with Disney was. No matter what we said, I even tried. And they're like, no, we don't do do that here. This is the price that everyone's paying at this point. You know, if you would have came to us a couple of years ago, it would have been this price. But right now, everyone's buying this point, And that's what made me fall in love. You know, it is a little pricey. It's not a cheap purchase, but I don't expect to get cheap things when I buy a Disney product.
2: <laughs> and it's something that james will have for the rest of his life too and you know his kids and so on and so
0: forth yeah we have our uh our contract was for 48 years Ooh. so uh i don't think i'm gonna be going to disney at 90 i hope oh, i come am. on joe I hope sense of adventure. <laughs> but you know hopefully james will take it and take his family down the road too
1: yeah
2: so I have a a, a little uh, – I don't even know. Is this jump in the gun, me asking this question? Yeah,
1: you can ask whatever you want. Okay. Or so this is just like a DVC, you know, whatever we want to do. It is our podcast, so. We, we can do, do whatever. We're free. Whatever. Yeah, whatever.
2: <laughs> so do you regret getting Copper Creek as your home? And I know that doesn't necessarily mean, like, that's where you have to go because obviously you haven't been there yet and you've gone to every other one. But do you regret getting Copper Creek and wish that you would have picked another home resort?
0: Well, at the time, um, the only homes, home resorts were available were Copper Creek and Alani. Oh, okay. And, and, the pr- and the price per point was was the exact same, but the dues at Alani were higher. So that's why we decided to go with Copper Creek, and we bought our base 100 points. Now, I have seriously been contemplating adding more points, but uh, <laughs> if I do, it'll definitely be resale.
1: Mm-hmm, I won't,
0: yeah. I won't be buying direct from Disney for any more points.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, you brought up a good point with that. Um, obviously you've looked into the resale market um, and obviously you've bought directly from Disney. What do you think would be the better deal for somebody that's kind of looking into maybe getting into DVC for the first time?
0: If you just want to get your feet wet, resale is a great way. You will not get some of the perks of being a direct buyer that um, Disney gives out. Like uh, they had a direct buy uh, ticket deal. So you uh, buy four days, you get two free. That's only wow. if you bought your points directly through Disney. Oh, if you crazy. bought a resale contract, you are not getting that deal. And I've heard people are really pissed off.
1: <laughs> I, I,
2: I could see why. I, yeah, I could imagine.
0: You know, they do have offer uh, direct members get benefits as far as passes and um, other member services type of stuff. But uh, there's no shame in buying a resale contract to see if you'll save probably a half. Oh,
2: geez! Yeah. But the only difference with that is you have to pay it up front yeah. versus like the monthly payments. The no, no. There
0: is plenty of companies out there. Um, there's D- Disney Vacation Club loans. There's uh, Moner Financing, and they'll and they'll finance a resale uh, contract, no problem. Oh. Well, oh, well, maybe enough.
1: we need to look into that
0: <laughs> like i saw uh, a contract for alani for 100 points was 99 dollars a point oh geez wow and resale or brand new you're looking at 205 right now direct from disney mm-hmm. roughly so i mean that's half yeah, yeah. well i know
1: personally um me and Kathy obviously one of our goals is to be able to stay at every single one of the D V C resorts. And I look at this guy, his name's on TikTok. He's uh D V C Scott and he has one of the D V C sites. And every once in a while I'll see like a three night stay at Riviera for like six hundred dollars or like stuff mm-hmm. like that, people trying to get rid of stuff last minute. And It always makes me want to be like, you know, maybe we should go into if we would want to do DVC to go into the resale market because it just seems like almost you're getting the better deal. I know you're not getting the benefits of it through Disney, but at the same time, you're still getting that Disney magic. You're just not getting like a few added bonuses
0: to And, you know, I would say, you know, if you guys want to dip your toe, resale is not a bad way to go. And then you can always be direct members later if you see the benefit in it. But people are saying right now, well, with some of the benefits being taken away and, you know, removed because of COVID restrictions, why pay the money? Exactly. You know, there's we also get uh, what's called Moonlight Magic. And they've done a few of those at Epcot where the park closes and it's just DVC members.
1: We actually saw shirts for that at the uh, Disney Character Warehouse. We did. I was going to buy one because it said <laughs> <DVC>. <laughs> Uh
0: Yeah, I was so, supposed to go to one last year, but COVID. That's
2: probably the shirts. It's probably, yeah. It probably is. They had Pluto on it, I think. <laughs> um. So this might be a, a dumb question, but no. you have your annual dues when you buy straight from Disney.
0: Mm-hmm. And resale as well.
2: Resale as well. Okay, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Each, re- cool. each resort has their own dues. Mm-hmm. So it's based per point. I think Copper Creek is around $8 and some change. So and I, I know like Hilton Head and Vero are a little bit higher because, you know, they have less rooms. Yeah. So you're pretty much paying your dues, go to the maintenance and upkeep and the staff for those uh, buildings and hotel and stuff.
1: Okay. So, I mean, I know you've said that Old Key West is one of your favorites. Now, is it your favorite DVC resort that you stayed at, or like how would they rank out of the ones that you've stayed at?
0: They've all been really amazing. Um, Viral beach. We had a balcony that looked directly at the ocean oh. animal kingdom. We had a Savannah view. So we woke up one morning and we had giraffes right outside our balcony. The next oh, wow. day was ostriches. And <laughs> then the other day it was like cattle. We stayed there for like three nights. It was amazing. Um, Grand Californian was beautiful, and you know, being able to walk from your hotel room, not go, not leave the building and go straightly into a dis, straight into a Disney park, was incredible. Magic, <laughs> magic, and Alani was just beyond beautiful.
2: I feel like you can't even put Alani on the same level as the resorts here.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean the theming and the way it's built, it's so. It's so cultural, not diverse, but appropriate. Mm-hmm. It's not the over theming like Polynesian is versus, you know, what, what's real Hawaiian culture in a mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, just, I guess the overview of this point is that, you know, we've, there are people that are, I guess, apprehensive about the whole DVC, you know, thing. Um, what would be your pros and cons of it all?
0: Pros is, you know, I guaranteed myself a vacation every year. We bought yeah. enough points that I I get to take my family on vacation. And if I don't do it that year, I can bank them and have a bigger vacation next year. Or I can and then bank you can and
1: invite your friends along.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or I can bank and borrow and have a you know rent out a two bedroom if I need to. You know that's some of the pros. You know, just pretty much guaranteeing my family a vacation that was a big part of it because it's hard to save up. You know, it's looking especially at Disney World prices, saving mm-hmm. Old Key West is five, six hundred dollars a night. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do that once, maybe once, but twice. It's that's hard to justify that. Mm-hmm. And so, well, like- I mean, go ahead, John.
1: No, I was just gonna say I know with us we paid eleven hundred dollars for two nights at Grand Floridian. So i we we I understand completely.
0: Yeah, I just saw a room at uh because we we're looking for some extra nights for our trip in April, you know, to stay off property. Mm-hmm. And it popped up uh, Riviera was nine hundred a night for a studio.
3: My that's gosh. insane.
0: So if you guys want to go to go to vacation and Disney is and you want to go a few times or even for five, six, ten years while your kids are young, it's it's great. It's a great investment and the resale market is okay right now. My resale my points are going for about one sixty a point at Copper Creek resale. Mm. So I'm gonna lose some money, but most most vacation clubs or you know whatever you want to call them, you can't sell them back. You have to give them away and you're losing thousands of dollars. At least you can recoup some money and have an exit plan with Disney.
1: Yeah. That is, I mean, I know that my family has bought into timeshares and Mm -hmm. you, but like you said, they basically, you just have to give it away because nobody wants to buy it. And then when somebody does want to come along and buy it, they want to buy it on pennies on the dollar. Not like you just said with Copper Creek where people are basically hounding you to buy the contract instead.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're they're turning resale contracts so fast right now. They're begging people to sell their contracts on a few of the sites. All right, so
2: what's what's some of the cons
0: then? Cons is price. It's not cheap. Yeah. You know, but you're staying at a Deluxe Hotel for a week. Um, that's the only thing I've seen. You know, the initial price of entry is high if you do direct through Disney. And that's about the only con I've found. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoy our Disney trips and, you know... Uh, We've had a lot of fun with them so far and look forward to many more years.
2: Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's an, like you said, it's an investment and if you enjoy it, why not? You know, I think it's a smart investment.
0: Cause if you're going to spend a couple thousand every year on, uh, on going down there, why not buy it? Right. And then after you pay it off, all you have is your dues.
1: Which isn't too bad after, you know, if you only, like, I think you said $800 a year they have a week vacation i think oh, there's a lot of families that pay a lot more than that just for the one week stay you know at resorts and everything else so oh yeah especially with the disney deluxe resorts you know they've uh, they've all got a pretty penny on them that's for sure yeah.
0: even the value resorts aren't that value i mean you're looking no. at pop century pop and art of animation starting at 200 bucks a, a night
1: yeah
2: <laughs> and that's value that's value, <laughs> that's
0: value. Or if you go across the street to anywhere else like we were looking the other day i can say at disney springs for about 49.99 yes. yeah we did that and
1: we've you know made. what it wasn't that bad of a trip. we've done
2: it a couple times yeah. we, we stayed uh twice i believe and it, it's not that bad i mean obviously you don't get the perks and well you still get the else. perks
1: we still have I mean, to go in an hour early okay. and everything not the
2: perks i mean like the the um Oh my gosh, I, my, my words are like escaping me. I'm sorry. The convenience, I guess, of being closer to the parks. You don't have that, but you, yeah, you do still get the parks. I mean, yeah. it's not as luxurious, but it was
1: it the works. best Western. It was the nicest best Western I've ever seen. <laughs> that's for sure.
0: Is that the semi-circle one that's on Disney right by Disney Springs? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, before. It's a great hotel.
1: It is. Yeah. I think that right now it's actually closed due to like some sort of renovations because every time we drive by there, there's just a giant fence. Yeah. And they're huh. like building another, what do you call it? Like expansion onto it. Tower. Yeah. yeah. Another tower for it. So.
0: No, but uh, we've really enjoyed DVC, and there's a bunch of cool collectibles that normal people can't buy. So, if you're into Disney merchandise, you know, it, you can kind of up your game with some of the DVC merchandise.
2: Yeah, I may be slipping you a few 20s to purchase me something. Whatever uh, you want. You, next you, time we see you,
0: <laughs> I will buy you whatever you guys want. You know
2: that. <laughs> Do you have any more questions? I think that was about it. Yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, thank you so much, Joe, for coming on, and, you know, Answering all of our questions with a DVC expert here.
0: <laughs> I know a lot about a little when it comes to DVC. You know, I try to know as much as I can so that way I make the most informed decision and you know for me and my family. And I if maybe if I did it back, I'd like to start off resale. But you know, it's nice having that blue card. Just people are like, oh, you have the blue card. <laughs> fancy. Ooh, fancy.
2: You're a DVC member. Oh the DVC. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Plus you get uh, merchandise discounts and dining discounts with that too.
1: We can't beat that. No. All right. So we'll wrap up this little uh, interview here. Thank you so much for your time, Joe. We know it's very important to you and we appreciate you uh, talking to us all the way from the uh, Sin City of Las Vegas. And uh, we can't (laughs) wait to have you on again.
0: Definitely, guys. It was so much fun. Thanks for having me. Yep.
1: The um, Ethan's interview
2: kind of ran a little (laughs) bit longer than Joe's. So we didn't want to like kind of break those up because it would have been like uneven we would have had like an hour episode with Ethan and then 20 minutes with Joe so we just wanted to combine them all into one um really great stuff from both of them though and we really do appreciate both of them coming on um like I said we're going to be hanging out with Joe and his family here in the next couple months so
1: yeah we're really excited for them to come down yeah
2: um this will be our what third time seeing them yeah it'll be our third time seeing them yeah since we moved down here that's crazy that's insane. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the next episode that you'll be hearing, um, we're going to kind of explain, I guess, what we did in those three months. There, we did a lot of stuff. It might, We might have to do two episodes of everything that we did. I'm not really sure what we're going to talk about exactly. but
1: I mean, we have a subject matter for the episode. I yeah. think it's just going to be a lot of uh, just us kind of, you know, explaining what happened and everything else. So. Well,
2: because we also did a lot of... Uh, Disney disney-esque stuff and like food stuff so
1: yeah there's going to be a lot so i'm john i'm kathy and we hope to bring a little bit of disney magic into your everyday (laughs) everyday life